2: featured in every issue of the Comic Weekly, which comes to you with your Hearst Sunday newspaper. Jungle Jim, Kitty, and Kolu have had a rather uneventful trip on a large army bomber from the Canal Zone to Puerto Rico. The plane is now in sight of the landing field, and the pilot has just cut the motors to come in for a landing. Kolu, in his usual fatalistic fashion curled up in a corner as the plane took off and slept like a kitten through the entire trip. Consequently, he had no knowledge of the submarine which was sighted and of the fact that it turned out to be a United States craft on diving practice. Jim had hoped that it would prove to be the strange, unmarked, and possibly hostile submarine, which he agreed to track down for the intelligence department. The big bomber is gliding down to the newly enlarged field on Puerto Rico, one of the links in the new chain of hemisphere defense being erected by the United States government.
3: That's Puerto Rico, kitty. Gosh, no wonder they gave it such a poetic name. A memorable green island in a setting of blue.
0: Yes, but that brown patch is a military airfield, Jim, an evidence of civilization, today's civilization.
3: It's always been the same, kitty. Some nations work for their progress, others believe they can find a shortcut to it through wars of conquest.
0: But it's so horrible, Jim, and so wasteful, too.
3: Any nation worthy of the name Kitty has always had the responsibility of defending itself. And the more it possesses, the greater becomes that responsibility. Golly, what's that?
0: I don't know, but it sounds awful, Jim. Like a sick cow. Uh, yeah.
3: What be that noise, Twan? <laughs> well, whatever it was, it woke Colo up. <laughs> it's a miracle. How are you, Colo? Feel fine, Twan. What be noise? We'd better find out. Is that a new kind of dinner horn, pilot? No, sir. The warning signal that the landing gear retractor is out of adjustment, sir. Nothing to worry about. Just some little thing out of adjustment, sir. Oh, I see. Probably can be fixed, eh? No question about it. Just as soon as we can find out what it is. Nothing to worry about, sir. We have plenty of fuel. We could stay up here all day if necessary. Okay. If if I can be of any help, just call on me. Thank you. I'll go back and tell the folks all about it.
0: What is it, Jim?
3: There's something wrong with the landing gear. Some little thing out of adjustment. Nothing serious, Kitty.
0: Nothing serious. Only the landing gear. That's nice.
3: Twan, it'd be like bird with wings, no feet. How we can land? No can do. Now look, this is a modern plane with a darn good pilot, and a maintenance crew aboard. Whatever's wrong, they can fix it.
0: But we're flying past the fields, and we're climbing, Jim. The
3: pilot said we have enough gas to stay up here all day, and they'll surely find some way to remedy the difficulty before then. Now, don't worry about it, will you, Kitty?
0: Not worry, Jim, but it it certainly gives one a very funny feeling. They
3: fix, Miss St. John. If not, we go down anyway. Land somehow. I'll go up forward and see how they're making out. How are things going, Lieutenant? Oh, not bad. I've tried the landing gear a couple of times. It comes up all right, and now it seems to go down all the way. That is, judging by the sound it makes. I'm going to glide down a few hundred feet and try it once more. Okay. That signal is automatic, isn't it? Yes, sir. When we hit a thousand-foot altitude, it sounds the warning if the landing gear is not down or if it's not working properly. I'll be watching the altimeter in the cabin, and here's hoping. Thank you, sir. Well, Jim. They made some adjustments. They're going to try again. Come on back here, Kitty, and we can watch the altimeter. If we go below a thousand feet without the signal sounding, it means we're okay.
0: It reads thirteen hundred feet.
3: We were up to fifteen hundred when I was in the uh, pilot's compartment.
0: There she goes. Twelve fifty. 1150 Jim, we're 1100 feet above the field
3: Not the field, Kitty Sea level The field could easily be a couple of hundred feet higher than the water
0: and even thousand Listen
3: 950 feet and not a peak Now, what did I tell you about worrying?
0: Jim, I'm glad you're right but just think of landing without the wheels down. Oh, we'd crack up sure
3: shooting. Well, it wouldn't be exactly a three-point landing. Mm, now it reads 850 quons.
0: Oh, Jim, there's that horrible noise again.
3: Guess that landing gear is still acting up all right. Mm, maybe landing gear be all right. Just horn broke. Make noise for nothing. That's a possibility too, Kolo. We'll see. Oh, no look, sir. That is not yet. I'm going to get the ground crew on the radio and fly down and see if they can tell how nearly the wheels could be brought into position. That's not a bad idea. My man, Colo, suggested that maybe the warning horn circuit was shorted and that the landing gear might be okay. Hello, Lieutenant Foley calling control tower. Lieutenant Foley calling. Field is clear. Come in on runway four. Having trouble with my landing gear? I want to fly down to 200 feet. You take a look at it and let me know if it's down. Come on down. Fly over runway four. I'll have observers spot you with glasses. Right. When did you notice this trouble? When I started down for a landing, the trouble horn started yapping. I'll cut the emergency circuit on the horn. Okay. Come on down. Stay at 200. Coming down. I'll wait for your report. It's still possible that the landing gear is okay then, eh? Well, we'll soon know.
0: Oh, are we all right, Jim?
3: Don't know for sure, Kitty. We're going down to let the ground crew take a look at the undercarriage. I'll be back in a minute with the news. Uh We've gotten a pretty good look at it, Foley. Only one wheel is down. Looks pretty bad. But stay low. I want another observer to spot it. All right. I'll hold this course. That's the story. Your left wheel is down, but the right one is still fully retracted. Can't budge it, huh? Nope. we tried every trick we know, and it seems impossible to move. Only one thing to do, Fawley. Yes? Pull the other one up and try to pancake in. Uh, tie those passengers down, and you better issue crash helmets. Okay. You're probably right. I'll come in on runway number four. Four it is. Happy landing. Thanks. Here we come. I'll have to circle the field once more, Mr. Bradley. Will you see that everyone, including yourself, is fastened securely with your safety belts? And pass out those crash helmets. You'll find them in locker number six on your left There. This may shake you up a bit, but no one will be hurt. Right-o, Lieutenant. Don't worry about them in there. They're good soldiers. Just bring her down the best way you know how. Golu, Kitty. We've got to put on these helmets and strap ourselves in and wait. The pilot can't get the other wheel down, so there's nothing to do but land as best we can.
0: All right, Jim, but don't look so worried. I'm not one bit afraid. It's just another experience, so let it come.
3: a girl, Kitty. Here, take the seat and back. Hey, you're next, Colo.
0: Jim, we're gliding down. Hurry up and fasten your belt.
3: Uh, Kolo can do it, Juan. You get tied to seat. Hurry. Listen, you, we can't take chances. Let me fasten that strap.
0: Jim, we're almost down. Get in your seat.
3: Okay, Kitty. I'm in. Hold everything now. And remember, relax. Well, here we are. All okay in there? Yes, we're fine. Congratulations on on a swell job, pilot. Uh, Anybody hurt here? Here, let me give you a hand, sir. I'm okay. Stand back there and I'll make room for this lady. There you are, miss. Now, don't jump. We'll lift you. Boy, Oh, huh, there you are. Sure cool
0: oh, shave. doesn't the earth feel good under your feet?
3: You're lucky, miss. Oh, thanks. Thanks, we can make it alone all right now. Your car's right over here, sir. Oh, thank you. Come on, Colo. Say you can take that helmet off now. <laughs> yeah. No can do, Twan. Why not? Colo bump head. Must be big lump inside. Hat no come off. Holy mackerel. Colo, think of you getting a swell head at a time like this. <laughs> Not be funny, Juan. <laughs> well, I should
0: say not. I think
3: it is. Stop <laughs> your laughing.
0: It probably hurt, too.
3: <laughs> not hurt much, Miss St. John. But hat not come off. Don't worry, Colo. We'll get it off if we have to saw it off. Uh, we have orders to take you to the office of Colonel Cripser. Uh, okay, drive on. the office, sir. Colonel is waiting. Uh, Kitty, while I'm in here, you'd better take Golo over to the hospital and see if they can get that chapeau off. I'll be glad to drive the folks over, sir, as soon as I've brought you to the office. Uh, fine. After that, you'd better go to the hotel. I'll meet you there as soon as I can.
0: All right, Jim. Bye.
3: Goodbye. And don't lose your hat, Golo. Colonel Cripps? Yes? I'm Jim Bradley. Well, oh, jungle Jim Bradley. <laughs> well, we're both fortunate. You and being here in one piece and me. Well, Bradley, I'm delighted you agreed to work on this matter for us. I'm very glad to know you, Colonel. And I present you with the best from Colonel Barrett. Thank you. I was talking to him only this morning. I just had a report on your landing. You're very fortunate, lad. That Lieutenant Foley is a real pilot, Colonel. I'd like to meet his commanding officer and tell him just that. I know he's a good flyer. But still, I say you're lucky... Anything can happen when you pancake in with 15 tons of airplane, no landing gear. Yes, I suppose so. Well, uh, now that we're here, safe and sound, Colonel, uh, what do we do next? Jim, our task is relatively simple. Look at this map here. Yes. Uh, here is an island privately owned by a fabulously wealthy recluse who is supposedly improving and modernizing it, building a sort of feudal estate or kingdom sufficient unto itself i've heard of such places sort of a world of his own eh right but and here's the nucleus of the whole thing we've spotted those submarines near that island too often for their presence to be a mere coincidence and lately twice as many traders and cramped steamers are stopping there regularly and they're from far-off places too Well, uh, why can't you just take a company of Marines and look the place over and... We can't go on a strong-arm fishing expedition like that. Not without some better evidence than suspicion to go on. That's what you've got to get for us. Yes, I suppose that's the proper way. We want legal and positive evidence. Oh, excuse me. Uh, Certainly, Colonel. Colonel Cripp speaking. Oh, hello, Captain. Yes. Yes? No. You're positive? All right, get me photographs. And, uh, wait. Don't let anybody near that plane till every inch of it has been tested for fingerprints. Right. Yes, yes, right. And let me have a report as soon as possible. That's right. Goodbye. Uh, Bradley, they fired the first shot. What do you mean, Colonel? What happened to that plane's landing gear was not an accident. It was deliberate sabotage. (laughs)
2: Somebody wants Jungle Jim out of the way. His reputation for ferreting out wrongdoers has startled someone into even sabotaging a United States Army plane. Don't miss the next exciting episode of The Adventures of Jungle Jim. Remember, you can follow these adventures in the full-color action pictures to be found in the Comic Weekly, the world's greatest comic supplement containing the best full-color adventure and comic pictures. Remember, no other comic supplement can give you the top names of Cartoonland, like the all-star favorites to be found in the Comic Weekly. The whole family follows the fun and frolics of Jiggs and Maggie, the Little King, and the immortal Donald Duck, as well as the exciting adventures of Jungle Jim and Flash Gordon. Join the 11 million adults and the 6 million youngsters who every week find the greatest of home entertainment in the Comic Weekly, which comes to you with your Hearst Sunday newspaper. More thrilling adventures of Jungle Jim will be heard at this time next week over this station. Be sure to tune in.